Would you like a spot of tea, love? Yes, that would be lovely, darling. Presenting English in a Teacup, your guide to learning English one sip at a time. Hello there, and welcome to English in a Teacup, your guide to improving your spoken and written English one sip at a time. Before we begin the topic of today, I would like to give a huge shout out to the language challenge based in Czechia or the Czech Republic. The language challenge in Czechia is a group that has set themselves a challenge to take the next step in English, improving their skills, and they only have three months to do it. So good luck, guys. I am giving you all the support and you will definitely do it. This week, we are exploring the world of film. For listeners who are preparing for the Cambridge exam and need help with writing book and film reviews, this is the episode for you. But also, if you are simply a film buff, a person who enjoys watching and talking about films, you will find some useful words and phrases that will help you to talk more confidently on the subject. To help us along is our fine English lady, Miss Finestocrat, who today will be telling us of her date at the cinema. How did it go? Let's find out, but not before first taking a sip of tea. Now we can get started. Well, darlings, where do I start? I met this man called Roger online, and on the first date, he wanted to take me to the cinema. I would have preferred the theatre, the opera, but I suppose you have to start somewhere. When we arrived, we had two choices the Chris Nolan film Oppenheimer or the new Barbie movie. The two films could not have been more different, but both seemed utterly ghastly. I'm more a period drama person myself. I have read some reviews about both the films, said Roger. Oh yes, and which one do you recommend? Well, Oppenheimer explores the ethical question of how far you would go to win victory for your country. For Robert Oppenheimer, the protagonist, this is exactly the dilemma he must face when he is called upon to construct the atom bomb. So, it's a film with a lot of explosions? I ask. Not at all. It's supposed to be an evocative story about a man who is haunted by what he has done and is forced to justify his actions at the end of the war. I see. And what about Barbie? They say it is an engaging film set in two worlds, the Barbie world and the real world, and through comedy and gender stereotypes, it draws on the social inequalities that still exist for women today. Fascinating! What a dilemma then, they both sound quite good. What dilemma? To know which one to watch. There is no dilemma. I intend for us to watch both of them. They both have excellent ratings, so I'm sure we won't be disappointed. Oh, darlings, I nearly fainted in the cinema foyer. For five hours, not including trailers, I was forced to sit and watch two films with this total stranger. When we left the cinema, Roger was smiling at me. 
What did you think about Oppenheimer? Well, in my opinion, the film was too fast-paced. It did not give the audience much time to learn about the characters or their development throughout the film. Cillian Murphy is an excellent actor, but in this film, his performance was rather wooden. For me, his portrayal of Robert Oppenheimer left a lot to be desired. However, what impressed me the most was the use of sound and light effects to recreate the aftermath of the bomb. They were very effective in reflecting the turmoil and guilt Oppenheimer felt in his later years. What, what do you think? I thought it was a masterpiece, said Robert, evidently annoyed. And the Barbie film, he asked. Well, it was more engaging than I expected. What surprised me the most was how many serious subjects the director was able to incorporate into the comedy genre. Nevertheless, in, in my opinion, the references to social entitlement or outdated beauty standards were a bit on the nose and even a bit repetitive, but I would definitely recommend it to a friend. How did you find it? For me, it was one of the most poignant stories of cinema history. What nearly brought me close to tears was how beautifully Ryan Gosling portrays the toxic male personality that still tries to dominate over female independence. It is really quite relevant when you think about the world we live in nowadays. And Ryan Gosling is just a sensational actor, don't you think? Indeed, I agreed. I'm glad you persuaded me to see both the films. Exactly. And we still have time to see the new action blockbuster Megalodon 2, The Trench. It starts in five minutes. Oh, God. I don't think I'll be going out with Roger again. Poor Miss Finestocrat. It seems she is not lucky in love this time. However, in her story, she has given us some wonderful key words and phrases we can use to write our own film review or simply to talk about films we have watched. We are going to break down our review into five easy steps. Step one, an interesting starter question. A review is written to inform, but also to entertain. So we need a sentence that draws the attention of our reader and persuades them to continue reading. When Roger is describing Oppenheimer, the question he presents is, how far would you go to win victory for your country? The use of the conditional invites the reader to imagine themselves in a similar situation. If the film you are writing about is a romantic comedy, you could start by asking, what would you do if you fancied your best friend's boyfriend? Or how would you get the girl you fancy to notice you? If the film is a thriller, you could begin with, what would you do if you were wrongly accused of murder? These are examples of questions that hook the reader, that, that make the reader want to continue reading. Step two, 
This is where you give a short summary of the film, a short description of the story or plot. For Robert Oppenheimer, the protagonist, this is exactly the dilemma he must face when he is called upon to construct the atom bomb. If we go back to our starter questions, we can continue with the following. What would you do if you fancied your best friend's boyfriend? For Mary, the protagonist of the romantic comedy The Love Affair, this is exactly the situation she must face when her best friend starts a relationship with the handsome Spaniard Rodrigo. What would you do if you were wrongly accused of murder? For Tom, the protagonist of the thriller Dead or Alive, this is exactly the situation he must face when the FBI tried to frame him for murdering the president. Would you like three or four sugars in your tea, darling? Step three. To continue describing the plot, we can talk about the location of the story or the setting. They say it is an engaging film set in two worlds, the Barbie world and the real world. A note on vocabulary. Engaging, something that holds your attention. You could also say gripping or enthralling. It keeps you interested until the end. In fact, there are several adjectives you can use to describe a film. For example, Roger uses the word evocative to describe how the film provokes a lot of emotions. Miss Fenestocrat describes the Oppenheimer film as too fast-paced. The transitions between scenes happen too quickly. In a similar way, we can make our own sentences. For example, set in downtown New York, this enthralling film tells the story of a young woman who must resist temptation as her best friend's boyfriend tries to seduce her. Set in a post-apocalyptic future, this gripping, fast-paced film tells the story of a man who must prove his innocence while trying to escape the organization that has been hired to kill him. This part does not have to be long. Two or three sentences are enough to give the reader an idea of the type of genre, genre, type of film, for example, horror, the setting, and some details of the plot or storyline. Step four. Here we are going to give our personal opinion about the film using cleft sentences. Examples of a cleft sentence are What nearly brought me to tears was how beautifully Ryan Gosling portrays the toxic male personality. What impressed me the most was the use of sound and light effects to recreate the aftermath of the bomb. So we can start with what followed by a clause and ending in the verb to be. Other examples include what surprised me the most was the wonderful performance of the actors. What shocked me at the end was the real identity of the killer. What I found most thrilling about the plot was the fast-paced action. After this, we can give our opinions, usually the standard phrases, in my opinion, for me, from my point of view. For me, it was one of the most poignant stories of cinema history. Poignant, relevant. 
In my opinion, the references to social entitlement or outdated beauty standards were a bit on the nose. On the nose, too strong or even offensive. Rather lovely spot of tea. Do come again. Step five, recommendation. Would you recommend this film and to whom? I would definitely recommend it to a friend. We can expand on this sentence by describing who might be interested in watching this type of film. I would definitely recommend Love Affair to everyone who likes a feel-good comedy. I would definitely recommend Dead or Alive to people who enjoy action films about espionage. Final sentences. They both have excellent ratings, so I'm sure you won't be disappointed. There are many variations to this, but a few examples are: "It was definitely worth watching," or "I can't recommend this film enough. I'm certain you will love it as much as I did." Well, that is all we have time for today. Tune in next week when Miss Finestocrat will be telling us about her experience living with flatmates, and sharing key words and phrases for expressing anger. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, where we will be providing videos, quizzes, and new vocabulary for every episode in our podcast. See you next time for English in a teacup, naturally served with a lovely spot of tea.